and welcome to the most important award show as far as podcasts go, as far as podcasts generated by these three guys in the Midwest. It's Deep Cave Podcast, Golden Justins. I'm Darren. Woo! I'm Justin. I'm Chad. So uh, Justin is wearing his uh, gilded suit because, you know, that's the event. <laughs> He looks like the unholy cross of C-3PO and Dot Matrix. (laughs) (laughs) Aw, yeah. Break out the WD-40, folks. It's going to get squeaky. So, if it's your first time (laughs) listening... It's your first time here. Welcome. Welcome. Hope you brought some extra. <laughs> if it's your first time listening to us, uh, the way that uh, this episode works is we are going to look back at the past 12 months, stuff we've uh, looked at and enjoyed, and we're going to just kind of spend a few minutes talking about each and figuring out what our favorite things are in the categories of comics, video games, and movies. This might be different from years past. Also, in years past, we used to do a Crystal Steamer Award which was all about the bad things. But I think we're done talking about the bad things because if you want those, Twitter still exists. No, it doesn't. No, I'm not calling it that. I'm not calling it that. <laughs> I don't care. I don't, that, I'm not calling it the stupid letter, okay? Chad and I both just made that letter's shape with our arms. <laughs> yeah, no. He's the freaking phony Stark keeps trying to make that letter a thing. And it's that. not going to be a thing. So, oh yeah, we're on Threads, by the way. So we are. find us there. <laughs> <sighs> Justin, comics, yes, you comics. comics. Uh, so, if you've listened back to the previous year's worth of episodes, I've read some interesting comics. <laughs> They've been some doozies, folks. Uh, yeah, the, the long box this year was something else. Um, I don't think any of those are going to make my list. (laughs) (laughs) Are you serious? I mean, the daydreamers Uh, are not going to be there. No. (laughs) Um, darn it. (laughs) So, uh, we're just kind of looking back over the last year, and some of the things may not have come out in 2023. I don't... Yeah. So it's just, here's what we looked at. Um, I did like Milkman. <laughs> oh, the Milk Wars? Yeah. Yeah, that, that, was, was, that was... That was something. That was vitamin D for dumb. That originally wasn't even going to be one of the long boxes, and then I found it. I'm like, well, now I got to put it on the list. <laughs> got to do it. There is... I, I specifically... There is an issue upstairs in my collection that was going to be a long box, but it got shoved to the side for Milk Wars. So well, you got content for next year now. Yeah, no, it's it wasn't. It was the weakest of them all anyway. So it's better off just no. kind of yeah. Okay. Um, but one of the things that I read this year that I absolutely loved was Exterminators. Yes. The female-led X-Men book starring Jubilee and uh, X-22 as Wolverine, because it takes place when Wolverine is dead, air quotes. No, no, they're both Wolverine now. Oh, well, but didn't it take place? No, this took place during the Krakoa era. That's right. That's right. 
So yeah, so, yeah that's 23 slash Wolverine. You yeah. got Jubilee, Boom Boom, and Dazzler. Dazzler, yeah. It was probably one of the more nutso books I had read, and I loved every single panel of it. I would agree with that. Um, I also started Justice League X-Kong, X-Godzilla X-Kong. And while there are only two issues in, it's it. This is not going to be one of those that is a a a literary masterpiece for the ages. It is the Justice League fighting kaiju. <laughs> Period. Full stop. That is right up my alley. And yep. I love Batman, and I love Superman, and I love me some Godzilla and King Kong. So, right there, I was intrigued by it. And um, uh, Batman 89. Oh, yeah. I, I finished this year, and it's getting a sequel. It is getting a sequel, I yes. read the first issue of that, and that was interesting. That was kind of a wild ride. Is it called Batman 91? <laughs> no, it's still Batman 89 Echoes, because it's like the still a continuation. So it's, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, there was there's just been some fun, some <laughs> fun reads. Um, I mean, Darren, who can, for, who can forget Spider Man? You know, no. Ki- what? No, sorry, sorry. I just I presumed. Go ahead. What was your Spider Man thing? Well, now he's got a like a beard. Oh, you mean Ultimate Spider Man? Yeah, Spider Man, yeah, Spider Man, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's out next. Uh, that's out in January. I have already uh, put an order in for that. Hopefully, it's good. And of course, there was that whole bit, you know, earlier this year where they fridged Ms. Marvel. We're not going to talk about that. No. Oh, there okay. was the uh, the love triangle triangle with Peter, Paul, and Mary. Okay. Yeah. See, what makes that golden though? Is that I get to watch Darren make a very particular face that all, none of you all, none of you really get to appreciate the way that I do. It's the same face that you might get if you told somebody, Hey, you know that lasagna we're going to make you for, for your birthday? It's going to be ravioli. Is that all right? (laughs) Like it's the same face. I, I I liken it to um, trying out for uh, like the basketball team in school mm-hmm. and the coach pulling you aside and be like, you know what you'd be really great at washing the equipment. I'm yeah. just going to call it the Zeb face from now on. That's fair. You know, what is the Zeb ah. face? It is the face of utter disappointment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I, I did read some good things. I know you did. You told yeah. us about it. There was a whole bunch of first times. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> there were. Uh, and a couple of those made the list. Uh, my nominees for uh, you know best comics uh, is Human Target, the DC Black Label book uh, that was uh, a self-contained miniseries. Someone poisons the human target accidentally because he was acting as a body double for Lex Luthor. And then there's this long... 12-issue miniseries investigating who did it. And the revelation of who did it is not really a surprise, but it's still like a really well-told story. 
Uh, let's see, what else? Uh, oh, yeah, turtle bread, which, Chad, I got a bone to pick with you because I don't believe we've had any turtle bread yet. I've been trying to find matcha. Yeah, it's it's hard to find, but turtle bread um, was I live a in del- the middle of nowhere. Matcha is well, not to be found. Uh, it, it's a delightful story about uh, basically about someone discovering how to express themselves through cooking. And uh, it's a, an emotional tale, and I really recommend it. And then the Superman War World Saga, which gave us uh, BDSM Clark Kent, uh, which everyone loves, uh, especially Lois. Especially is, Lois. That is canon. That is canon. Um, but it's it's a great saga of... Uh, Superman once again living up to the whole, you know, uh, hope when there should be no hope and uh, being able to overthrow Mongol even if he's depowered is a fun read and it's a a long read. But, you know, this is a pretty good year once again for Superman comics. So those are the three that kind of stuck out to me. Well, I haven't read it yet. It is on my list to read uh, Peacemaker Tries Hard. Just because mm-hmm. I love the concept of Peacemaker. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it started last year, but it got continuation because it, it grew out of World's Finest and then Batman versus Robin. The whole series of Lazarus Planet, because, you know, the the, the Lazarus <laughs> pits turned into volcanoes and erupted. Yeah. yeah. And somehow... and. Justin, I, I've got some questions about this that we might have to get into. <laughs> but it, uh, apparently, if a Lazarus pit erupts, suddenly it gives people superpowers. So does that make life inherently a superpower? So what games has everybody played this year? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, are we going to like narrow down... Uh, do we have like a definitive? I mean, Justin, it's your segment for the comics of what we've mentioned. What do you think was the best? Uh, it's it's really hard to tell because yeah. we're not this this year like every other year. It's different than how we've done it before. It's always going to be di- different. I, for me personally, the best thing I read was Exterminators. I enjoyed that so much. Okay. But you know your mileage may vary. So yeah, say, world's finest continues to delight me. But at yeah. this point now, you got to start waiting for the gaps between the stories, right? They're, they're crossing over with things all over the place again. Yeah, I would say uh, of the ones that I nominated, and I did love Exterminators, but the ones I nominated, I'd go with Turtle Bread. Um, it's just you know, it's a nice. Not everything has to be a high-state superhero drama. It's just a nice little slice of life thing. I really enjoyed it. Okay. There you go. Um, Three winners down. And and before Chad asks more questions, uh, Darren, your turn. (laughs) No, I've got several more about the... About well, Lazarus the, and you're 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 breaking up there, dude. I, I think we, you're I think you're driving through a tunnel, Darren. Take over. <laughs> All right, we'll get Chad back. Either of the mind. Uh, we'll get we'll get Chad back in real soon, and uh, we'll make sure that he gets those questions answered probably uh, during the full podcast, uh, which you can find first week of the month. Anyway, uh, gaming. So it was a pretty banger year for video games. Um, I played four of the six nominees for Game of the Year for 
uh, the Game Awards. I also did a year of uh, NES games. The less said about that, the better. Uh, but my nominees are, um, well, I narrowed down my Game of the Year to one, two, five nominees. Uh, Tears of the Kingdom, which if you loved Breath of the Wild, it's Breath of the Wild again, but with dragons. Uh, Spider-Man 2, which was a pretty good ride and a well-told story. Super Mario Wonder, which is the best 2D Mario game since Super Mario World. Uh, Forbidden West, Horizon Forbidden West, which is just beautiful. Just breathtakingly beautiful. And it's kind of crazy to think that we got Horizon Forbidden West in the same year that we got Marvel Spider-Man 2. And uh, Resident Evil 4, the remake. Uh, I'm going to just give that one an honorable mention because it is a remake, so I'm not really going to consider it uh, for best game this year. But man, what a smorgasbord. And that's not even scratching the surface of some of the things that I have still not gotten around to Baldur's Gate 3. I really want to. Uh, but there's no physical version. And after what Sony and uh, Discovery pulled recently, um, I don't know if you guys heard about that, but... Uh, mm. Yeah. We don't um, have a crystal steamer anymore. We don't have a crystal steamer anymore. But after that, uh, yeah, I'm going to wait for a physical version of Baldur's Gate. Um, but yeah, I'll get back to you as far as my pick out of those uh, four finalists. Uh, Chad, Justin, what about you guys? Didn't play very many. Uh, okay. Horizon Forbidden West. Played that. Loved it. Mm -hmm. Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Played mm. that. Loved it. Took what was done in the previous game and made the be made it better. Survivor was good. And played uh, the first couple levels there, Lies of P. Did that as part of the Extra Life campaign and really enjoyed that. Also watched you play Starfield and saw some a lot of really good potential in that. Starfield is very good, too. Also need to talk up Hogwarts Legacy. Yes. Which I forgot about that, yeah. Which, while the, the Harry Potter stuff's not my bag, everything pointed to it being a really good game. And yeah. taking all the wand wagging and making it work, it just, that floors me. The the combat really made me think of Kingdoms of Amalur or Fable in how customizable it was. And yeah, Hogwarts Legacy. Like I said, this year was a banger year for games. And then uh, just because I had asked you to play it, and it would be disingenuous of me to not include it. Uh, you did w play Power Wash Simulator. And that <laughs> yeah. was that was riveting YouTube TV is what that was. Uh, yeah, I, I played that on Game Pass. And uh, ironically enough, just a few days ago, one of our Discord users, uh, IndieGeek, gifted me Power Wash Simulator on PC. So now it is a permanent part of my collection. So that's... That's the thing. You know, well, I, of, I, I, of, of, I, the, of the simulators, it's in the top three. <laughs> yeah. I, I will say, because my son watched you play that on a Let's Play, he yeah. then wanted to, so we got it from Gamefly. It's a zen experience. I'll give it that. It really is. Justin, what about you? Um, well, speaking of simulators, one of the games I played this year was Goat Simulator 3. Mm -hmm. that is a bonkers game. 
<laughs> it is absolutely a bonkers game, and I loved it. My son loved it, and as a result, I ended up purchasing it along with Goat Simulator, the OG one. Why not? Because, yeah, with all the DLC that came with it, because... Man, is the, <laughs> it is. There's nothing zen about it unless your bag is just going through and causing sheer chaos as yeah. a goat. And it's and it is customizable because um, you don't just have to play as a goat. There is one where it's a shark on a skateboard called Tony Shark. Okay. And there's Tall Goat, and it's a giraffe. Um, there's angry goat, which is a rhinoceros, um, you know, just weird things like that. Okay. <laughs> so if, if you, if you're looking for sheer chaos, goat simulator, um, All right. a couple other games I played this year were terror of Hemosaurus, which plays right into my love of old games, you know, retro games and Kaiju. You play as a mon, a Godzilla analog destroying a town it is a <laughs> platformer you get you you have move jump roar <laughs> and yeah bite. it's basically it's basically an homage to rampage yeah um a couple other games i played this year were um the last campfire which i've talked about previously i've since completed it oh good it's a lovely game beautiful artwork um, it it wasn't as sad as I thought it was going to be for an indie game. <laughs> That's good. They usually it, it, end up going down that road. It kind of had an, an uplift, an ambiguous but uplifting ending. And uh, unpacking, which I got as kind of a Zen game where you you have to unpack this person's room. They've moved in. You take yeah. everything out. You find a place for it. But then it starts to tell a story. Because you start off as a, in a child's room, and you follow this person through life, you know, going to college, coming back, love, loss, the whole nine yards. And at the end of the game, it is this really beautiful moment where you've followed this person from childhood into adult life, followed their highs, their lows, and then it ends on a very touching, uplifting note. And that was just, it's a Zen game that also tugs at the heartstrings. All right, cool. Well, gentlemen, we've got all of our uh, highlights laid out before us. Um, I would say that of the ones that I laid out, I, I'm torn between Tears of the Kingdom and Spider-Man 2 as far as my uh, game of the year. I, I know that Starfield was initially in my top four, but it got uh, pushed out because I remembered Forbidden West. Um, I'm going to go with Tears of the Kingdom just because uh, it was a game that from start to finish, just like Breath of the Wild, once I found my groove, I could not stop playing until I finished it. And I do see myself going back at it again. So uh, that's me. Uh, what about you guys? I was going to say, mine... Mine teeters between Star Wars Survivor, Jedi Survivor, and Horizon Forbidden West. Forbidden West, both of them are sequels, which means that yeah. both of them had to had to grow, and they had to do something different, and both of them did. I mean, they really did grow and mature the characters and the world, and 
I would if if said, hey Chad, choose. I would lean toward Horizon Forbidden West because I can go back. I skipped at least a half a dozen of the side quest collectible things that you could do. And you need to do them in Jedi Survivor. Otherwise, you're not powerful enough to beat the the dude at the end. Yeah. But. All right. Also, I look forward to your pl- full play of RoboCop Rogue City. I am looking forward to picking that up uh, whenever I get the chance. Cause, because, you the, know. The demo was such a disappointment when you talked about it. I'm just like, no, Darren, it's your favorite. The demo has gotten better. They've they've improved the demo, so I have my fingers are crossed. When demos have patches, I I fear for the future of the <laughs> Yeah, well this one did, so all right. Uh Justin. Uh so before I give mine, I asked my son what his favorite game of the year was, and he said Spider Man two. And he okay. played uh Jedi Survivor, he played uh Tears of the Kingdom, you know, he he touched on a lot of the big ones and that was hands down his favorite it's a real uh, good one it is um but for me at looking back over the games that i personally played this year not not even for shallow save file those most times it's like <laughs> oh good it ejects we're going <laughs> moving on <laughs> i mean i it, it was kind of a toss-up but i think ultimately i'm gonna land on goat simulator 3 because that is just sheer chaos in goat form and so many random references it, it, the game starts with a, a um a, an elder scrolls <laughs> reference <laughs> it's just, all right it is just so bonkers all right i'm here for the chaos and uh, hello illimation it's movie segment time okay I'm going to change my previous one back to Survivor because Horizon Forbidden West was like a 2022. And I oh. just, it huh. was a, it was an early in the year one. Oh, okay. I thought it came out in 2023, but all right. Does now, it really what, matter? It it does. No. It <laughs> does. Absolutely. Because if we're doing that, then I'm going to say God of War Ragnarok <laughs> is still the best. But did you play it this year? Yes, I have. Twice. Okay. Twice. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Jedi Survivor. Fair. <laughs> All right. When it came to movies, I will admit nothing. But here is what I have seen. Here's some of the things that we've talked about and and where I'm landing. The movies I have seen this year that I think are worthy of consideration. Super Mario Brothers movie. Yeah. Renfield. Mm-hmm. Nimona. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem, and Red, White, and Royal Blue. Although, that one stands only so that I had five. Okay. It, it's, <laughs> it's, it gets the pity vote. It gets the pity. <laughs> you know, because it could have been a really good movie. It had good actors, good characters, but its central premise only works if people are buttheads so <laughs> it's out okay it's out but this was also the year of ant-man and the wasp guardians of the galaxy volume three spider-man across the spider-verse the flash blue beetle shazam fury of the gods and the marvels a bunch of superhero movies that i did not see 
I forgot half of those came out. We also, it is also the year of Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, mm. Barbie, mm-hmm. Taylor Swift, The Eras Tour, and Cocaine Bear. <laughs> I've seen that one. So y- you all have seen... I've seen a few of those. You, you've seen some of those that I have not. I know that Darren has seen Barbie. And, and the Eras Tour and a few others, yeah. And the Eras Tour. And he saw the Marvels. Um, I know that Justin's seen Cocaine Bear. Yeah. <laughs> and so, and, and here's the thing is, this is leaving out other movies that came out this year that I wanted to see or that are no joke, probably really great movies. Oppenheimer. Napoleon, Asteroid City, you know, things that are in that weird or definitely Oscar bait kind of movies. We're leaving all them out because I didn't see them. They might be great. I won't know until I see it. But of the four, Super Mario Brothers, Renfield, Nimona, and Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem, I do have a winner in mind for me. Okay. But what about for you, Darren? All right. Uh, I had some similar uh, nominees. Uh, the Super Mario Brothers movie, Barbie, The Marvels, and Nimona were my top four. Uh, I saw a few others. I saw Elemental. I saw The Eras Tour. Um, but my fifth nominee is actually a TV series, My Adventures with Superman, uh, the Adult Swim series. That basically, you know, what if Superman but Sailor Moon? Uh, and it's it's a fun, I know, I know. <laughs> it's it's a fun anime-inspired take on the Man of Steel uh, that has a lot of heart. And it's nice to see, you know, again, an optimistic take on Superman. The CW kind of did it well with Superman and Lois. I don't think this latest season was it as good as the prior two. Um, but... You know, in a world where all of DC's adaptations of Superman the past few years have either been grimdark or he's an idiot, uh, it was nice to see a Superman who is neither of those things in both uh, Superman and Lois and My Adventures with Superman. But uh, yeah, I also saw the Eras Tour, did not make my top five, and uh, I have a pretty good idea of what I'm going to pick for my uh, number one, but man, it's really, really close. Justin. All right. Um, I, I too saw Nimona. Um, oh, what else? I saw Mario Brothers. That was uh, spectacular. Yes. Was great. Yes. Um, Cocaine Bear was just, you've got to, that is for a specific audience and you got to be in the right mood, but damned if it didn't make me chuckle. <laughs> Um, Renfield was a good one that I saw. Um, oh, what else did I see? Uh, movie chat introduced me to Pause of Fury, The Legend of Hank. I don't oh, think yeah. it, it's not a, it's not a 2023 movie. I don't think, but it was still very good. Yeah, that I um, saw that this year too. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I didn't I didn't get to the theaters much. Um, and 
as as we are recording this, Godzilla minus one is sweeping through theaters. It's lots it was, of good reviews for that one. Yes, it it was supposed to be a limited release, and it has been extended because people just keep going. In fact, Toho Studios has even said we'll we'll keep we'll keep extending as long as people are going to see it. End of story. And hopefully I'll get to go see it in about a week or so, and it'll still be there. So those are my kind of, you know, stuff I'm throwing out. All right. So what sits at the top of the heap? Uh, I, I, for me, it came down to uh, Super Mario Brothers versus the Marvels. And uh, I saw Quantumania. I thought Quantumania was fine. Um, but the Marvels was so much more fun. And I, you know, I feel like I mentioned in, in the, you know, December podcast, I feel it's just kind of been railroaded by uh, negative reviews that it doesn't deserve. But if I have to put it up against the Super Mario Brothers movie, I had a lot of fun with the Super Mario Brothers movie. So that's the one that's getting my trophy. Justin? So I, I, I too, like Darren, was kind of torn between a couple. Renfield and the Super Mario Brothers movie. Renfield is, I, I'm a big monster buff, especially the Universal Monsters. And Nick Cage's portrayal of Dracula <laughs> was so delicious. Because he's, he's, he's over the top with it, and that is right in his wheelhouse. And it works for the character. It was just... I could eat that up all day long. Um, but at the end of the day, Super Mario Brothers was by far the better movie. It, it it blew away all expectations I had of it. I went in cautiously optimistic for many reasons as somebody who saw the original Mario Brothers movie in the theaters back in the 90s. I went in slightly traumatized, hoping for the best, and I walked out. I I went with my son, and we both were cackling the entire time. I bought the soundtrack as we were waiting in the car for kind of traffic to disperse so we could listen to it on the way home. (laughs) Very rarely do I love a movie on its first run, on its first seeing, to do that. So It it, it, it got it for me as well. As much as I really liked Nimona, and I, I appreciated Mayhem, <laughs> and Renfield made me laugh, it came down, to, it was that song. That that bloody song that I needed to spoof <laughs> for Extra Life. Jack Black! You know, it, from now on, Jack Black gets to be in all the movies that he wants to be in so long as he has some weirdo song to go with it. He does it better than Adam Sandler did. So, so just keep it up. I loved it. I look forward to what's coming in 2024. Mostly not looking forward to Zilla X Kong. The new empire looks terrible. Honestly, I, I'm kind of excited about that just because the trailer looks fun. I love those movies, so it's one of those I'm going into that one with 
low expectations of two low, monsters lower them, fighting lower another them monster further. in a city. Lower them further. Godzilla <laughs> I think I'm going to get what I paid for. <laughs> <laughs> I have seen Godzilla use yep. his atomic breath to fly backwards. Nope, you that, that's cannot tell me <laughs> to lower my expectations. I got nothing else. <laughs> it, <laughs> okay. I, I, personally, right. I am looking forward to uh, another another great year with you guys. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun, and uh, we've uh, made some some new friends, some new listeners, new people some, joining the Discord. Some new enemies. <laughs> some new enemies. Hey, I mean, uh, you know, that's how you know you're growing. Yeah. Uh, so I checked back here next year when I'm pretty sure that uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two and Godzilla X-Kong will probably be winners. I, I'm just curious to see what the format's going to be next year. It's a surprise well, to me, too. A <laughs> little, the be, little behind the scenes, folks. I hopped on this call thinking, okay, I got to think about this, this, and this. And I was completely off base from what Darren had in mind. So I'm like, cool. We're, <laughs> I'm batting a thousand over here. All right. Maybe we'll stick to this this year. Um, I'll set a reminder so I can go back and listen and then be amused at how much it changes. <laughs> so uh, thank you for joining us for another illustrious Golden Justins. Be sure to uh, follow us on all of our socials, except for that one place. Uh, you can find links to that at deepcavepodcast.com. You can also find us on YouTube. You can find us on Twitch. And you can find our Discord, again, at deepcavepodcast.com. Join the discussion uh, and uh, say hi. We, we'd love to have you. And you can get early access to podcasts. So uh, for Chad, uh, our Liza Minnelli, uh, for Justin, our Brad Pitt, I'm Darren the guy who serves the drinks out back. And uh, thanks for joining us for another Golden Justins. Remember, everyone is a geek for something.